Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The top five at five. Well, a drive-by shooting in Newark, New Jersey last night left nine people with gunshot wounds. Police are still on the hunt for the shooter of a 20-year-old mother who was killed in the Upper East Side on Wednesday. President Biden doubled down on his blame of Russia for high gas prices in the United States. The Supreme Court dealt a major blow yesterday to climate action after a ruling restricts the EPA's ability to regulate emissions. The MTA took new steps to move forward its implementation of a congestion pricing plan in the city. Nine people suffered gunshot wounds in a Newark drive-by shooting outside of a bodega on a Thursday night, according to Newark Acting Public Safety Director Raul Malave. Police rushed to the 200 block of Clinton Place after a shot spotter notification around 6.20 in the evening. We do have a vehicle that uh, is of interest at this point. It's a white Honda Pilot uh, stolen out of Georgia City, and we're following that lead. And uh, obviously, it's an ongoing investigation. And as soon as we get a little bit more, we'll get it out to you. When the emergency medical workers arrived, four adult victims were on the scene. They were taken to University Hospital for treatment. Authorities say another four adults and a 17-year-old victim went to Newark Beth Israel Medical Center for treatment on their own. All nine victims were in what officials described as stable condition, but the exact, exact extent of the injuries weren't clear. Officials not yet said what led up to the shooting. Well, police say the shooter remains on the loose in the death of a 20-year-old mother pushing her three-month-old child in a stroller in Manhattan's Upper East Side on Wednesday. Cops responding to a 911 call about shots fired near Lexington Avenue and 95th Street, East 95th Street, around 8.30 in the evening, found the woman unconscious. She was later taken to the hospital where she was pronounced dead. The NYPD identified her as Asia Johnson. Johnson was shot at point-blank range by someone dressed in all black. However, the baby wasn't hurt. Johnson's mother, Lisa DeSort, spoke to NBC4 by phone. Against all odds, my daughter graduated high school with merits, with the inspiration of becoming a pediatric nurse. She had a child early in her age, and she was the most wonderful mother that you can imagine. Top police officials said at a press conference late Wednesday they're looking into whether the gunman may have had a relationship with the victim or might be the child's father. But there was no immediate confirmation of that as of yesterday. Two senior NYPD officials later Thursday said they were looking to speak with the child's father about the case, but they have not yet identified him as a suspect at this point or rather at all. Well, President Biden told reporters at a NATO summit in Spain on Thursday that drivers will have to endure high gas prices for, quote, as long as it takes for Ukraine to defeat Russia's invasion. During his 26-minute presser, Biden also reiterated his administration's stance that the spike in energy and food prices around the world, primarily the consequence of the Russian invasion. The reason why gas prices are up is because of Russia. 
Russia, Russia, Russia. Biden's comments were quickly criticized by Republicans, with at least one lawmaker calling on the administration to make the U.S. energy independent. Biden went on to defend his administration's economic record, including by twice claiming incorrectly that inflation was lower in the U.S. than in other developed countries. The 8.6% annual U.S. inflation rate in May was the highest since 1981 and higher than the Eurozone's estimated monthly average of 8.1% and Canada's 7.7%, South Korea's 5.4%, and Japan's 2.5%. Well, the Supreme Court yesterday dealt a major blow to climate action by handcuffing the EPA's ability to regulate planet warming emissions from the country's power plants. It's a major loss not only for the Biden administration's climate goals, but it also calls into question the future of federal-level climate action and puts even more pressure on Congress to act to reduce emissions. At the heart of Thursday's opinion was a question over the EPA's authority to regulate planet warming emissions from power plants, which are a huge contributor to the climate crisis. Former EPA Administrator Carol Browner reacted to the decision on CNN. It's devastating. I, you know, it is yet another example of the court's unwillingness to protect the health and safety of the American people from guns to abortion and now climate change. It is devastating. According to the EPA, around 25 percent of planet planet warning, warming greenhouse gas emissions around the globe and in the U.S. come from generating electricity. Coal, the dirtiest fossil fuel powers, about 20 percent of U.S. electricity emissions from power production rose late last year. For the first time since 2014, an increase that was mainly driven by coal use. Well, the MTA's congestion pricing plan is moving forward once again after the agency was unexpectedly saddled with more than 400 follow-up questions from the federal officials back in March. At the agency's monthly board meeting this week, Chairman General Lieber confirmed that after more than three months of work, the MTA had answered all of the questions about how the environment might be impacted if charges It charges drivers a fee to enter Manhattan below 60th Street. And we're hoping that we lost no more than four to six weeks as a result of some of the difficulties in answering uh, all those uh, data requests. Environmental assessment is a key bureaucratic hurdle, and the MTA must complete it before implementing the nation's first congestion pricing program. Once the Federal Highway Administration approves the MTA's environmental assessment, the MTA still has a long way to go. It must conduct more public outreach, install devices to collect tolls, and set a price that will ultimately raise $1 billion a year in revenue. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.